The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to balmshot.com. Balm is in lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at balmshot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm, plus a logoed baseball hat, and free shipping at balmshot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, balmshot.com. From uh, the international, uh, the author of uh, Parent Alert, How to Keep Your Kids Safe Online. He's an international security specialist. Uh, tell me about uh, the book. Well, morning, gentlemen. It's, it's an interesting one. This is a book which, surprisingly, there isn't actually a book like this out there. And you would have thought the fact that social media activity online, and particularly children's safety online, is such a prevalent subject, and there's usually some story in the news yeah. one day or another, that it's something that you would have thought was out there. And it was something that well, is obviously in demand, but I think especially more so for parents who I think feel themselves getting more and more disjointed from technology and their kids advancing and, and moving so rapidly ahead of them. So, yeah, I, that does shock me. I would have thought there'd be dozens and dozens of books uh, about this topic because, yeah, it's something we've all talked about for the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years as social media and Internet has become more popular. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the sort of the wake of the, the Facebook revelations and Cambridge Analytics and about how much data there is that is being harvested about us online, I think it's something that's brought it home a lot more for us. But I think especially in the fact that I, I think many parents feel somewhat lost as to what they can do, how they can advise and how they can try and keep up with the various types of risks that are out there. And I think you know, when the publishers came to me initially about writing this book, uh, the big question that they had in their mind was, you know, where do you start? Because I think any parent who's listening into this, who's been in this position, and I'm sure many of your listeners have, Doc, they would have gone, right, well, you know, how do I deal with grooming or how do I deal with cyberbullying or trolling uh, and how can I best advise my child and you go online and there's so much material out there that it's almost overwhelming and a lot of that information is also quite contradictory as well so it's it's trying to get the most accurate gauge and I think hopefully what we've achieved with this book is to try and find that good medium ground with just sensible practical advice for both best practice for the younger kids when they're first starting their digital life through to what I would call crisis management when the older children get themselves Mm. unstuck and find themselves in problems. Yeah, because the problem is going to be as a parent, I don't have time. I I don't have time to go through all this stuff, Will. I mean, uh, some of your statistics are uh, kids spend six and a half hours online each day. 93% of them use their real name. Sexting is now the sixth top issue. Uh, that is listed as health concern for U.S. children. And they've got multiple social media accounts. They're on their phone the whole time. I don't have time to monitor all that. So I need things that, that cut to it. What is a parent? What can I do to get me right to it that'll, that'll achieve the biggest uh, amount of things or the greatest amount of things? Well, you know, it's it's a good point. It's try and consolidate it as best I can. I think the first thing is, I mean, one of the big questions that I've been asked, Doc, was, you know, how in date will this book be in, say, a few months from now or a year from now? And we've got to remember that it really comes back to the fundamentals of, of our own protection and security, if you like, which is the we ourselves as humans are the key to that door. So regardless of how technology is advancing and how quickly and rapidly it's moving, 
we fundamentally will be the one person that they are looking to hack, whether it be for our identity, whether it be for our personal information, that sort of thing. So the first thing we have to accept is, you know, we have to accept that the digital life is something that children and we as adults are going to have to adopt more and more in our lives. I mean, you take it even in the last 10 years, our entire lives are quite often now consolidated on one single device, a mobile device that we have in our, our back pocket. So first and foremost, you've got to accept it. The second thing I would always advise on is that there's got to be a degree of trust you've got to establish with your child. And that trust can only be established through two things, as I would call it, and that is teamwork, working together, understanding that your child has this entirely separate life to their real life that they are now maintaining online, which will be with a whole new set of friends, you know, in certain circumstances. And then ultimately, it's going to be talking. It's engaging with your child, finding out who are they communicating with, what are they looking at online. You know, without it becoming snooping and prying, it's just understanding a little bit more of what they're doing. How do we um, practice the best social media and cybersecurity accounts? What, What can we tell our kids or what can we do specifically to say, here are some real quick practical things you can do to make sure they're they're safe? Okay, well, the first thing that I would certainly suggest is how you set up that social media presence in the first place is really key. Now, you, you mentioned about uh, kids having various multiple social media accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have two Instagram accounts. Now, there is certainly the privacy issue, and many children, I don't, I'm not averse to them having two Instagram accounts, and one will be personal and private, and the other one will be their, their public persona, if you like. Um, but it's ensuring that they are clearly compartmentalizing what they do privately and personally within that account that they set up with the optimum privacy settings. And I would say privacy settings and understanding those is key because we're hearing more and more stories of apps that are being released which will give out your location by default, for example. Now, that's a massive concern, particularly with younger children and the potential risk to predators. So privacy settings is the first thing. The second thing, which is just absolute default, I'd say, Doc, is make sure that any account that you set up has two-factor authentication, which is one of the best means of preventing or certainly making it incredibly difficult for someone to hack that account and get into it and get that information. And then whatever you put out online, the one analogy I tend to use is, let's say you walk into your local coffee shop. What you leave on a table, would you be happy for anybody else in the coffee shop, total strangers to see? And if you are, that's what you should be putting online in an account where other people can see it. That's that's just a great standard right there. I think that's huge to just explain that to kids over and over, but because they don't get it right away. But that's a good that's a good metric. Well, it's it's keeping it as simple and as practical as possible. I think if you try and get too complicated, and again, what we've tried to achieve with the book is to keep it in simple, simple terms. You know, it's stuff that whether you are very tech savvy or you're not tech savvy at all, you can understand the logic behind it and that there are some very easily transferable but explainable measures that you can sit down with your child and you can say, look, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. And if you make sure that you protect it, you're going to minimize and reduce the numbers of threats and risks that you're potentially going to be exposed to. Because I think, again, it's, it's the uncharted waters of the Internet. 
that are rarely protected, rarely controlled. We're, we're placing a lot of responsibility on the social media sites and internet sites to have good control measures in there. And it's, as a parent, you can't trust that implicitly. You've got to look at it yourself. Do a bit of research. If your child is using a certain app, go online, have a look at reviews on it, see what other parents are saying. Uh, if they're experiencing problems, are there moderators within the particular uh, chat rooms? Uh, are there areas that you need to be concerned about your child potentially being a, uh, approached or groomed by predators? You know, and it's not just within the most obvious location. You know, there have been a number of cases, and I don't want to share horror stories so early in the morning for you, Doc, and for right. your listeners, but there are horror stories of, of people being groomed through marketplace websites. So it can happen in all sorts of locations. So really, some of this stuff really goes back to uh, good parenting practices for many years ago just applied now. Uh, trust your children, but make sure to verify and monitor. Uh, trust is built on you know being trustworthy or proven trustworthy. Um, teachable moments and explaining, right? I mean, these are all things that parents should have done for many years with other tech. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and if you do come late to the game, which a lot of parents might do, it even goes back to some of those basics. I mean, I've talked to many, many parents who will say to me, you can't tell me how I can talk to my kid. Um, and every parent will feel that they know their child the best. And obviously they will to a certain degree. But we even give suggestions about how to open the child up to certain conversations. You know, if the child, and I've dealt with a lot of pretty horrific cases, Doc, where you have children who've got themselves embroiled in some horrendous situation. They've either been groomed, they've been conned online, uh, they've had pictures that have been circulated or threatened to be circulated on social media that they would find very, very compromising, uh, that they will keep it within themselves and they'll be inhibited on it and not wish to share with their parent until the very last minute. And one of the things we also cover in the book is not only trying to get the child to open up and discuss that with you, but also more importantly almost what to do when it's all gone wrong how can you recover that situation because we can be very concerned that as soon as something is out there on the online and in the internet and, and in the big digital uh, environments that are out there that it's going to be very difficult to retrieve now we do have to remember by default that what we put online potentially could stay there forever so we want to try and prevent that in the first place but there are a lot of things you can do to try and recover it you know, that's, a, that's the other side. So a lot of what you're focused on is immediate cybersecurity or, or cybersecurity safety in the short term. But the long term, and is this something I have discussion with my son who's 16 all the time, um, the stuff is out there forever now. You know, I mean, whether it's an uncompromising picture, but even an opinion, unfortunately, the world we live in, even when you go to get a job 10 years from now, if you mouth off to somebody and it comes out wrong, hey, somebody may look that as they're getting ready to hire you. Absolutely. I mean, there, and I don't think there is one company these days, regardless of whether it be a big international corporate or it be a small coffee shop for that matter, that won't look online to see yep. through what we call open source anything that you might have put online, you know, whether it be a compromising party playing beer pong, whether it be a, a political statement or an affinity or, or even trolling someone for that matter, this is all stuff that could come back and, and bite you and haunt you later down the line. And also bearing in mind, you know, uh, when you're 16 or 15 or younger, you're not thinking of the potential consequences later in life when no. you're going to have a slightly more adult perspective. All right. Where can people find the book? Do you have a website they can go to? 
They can pre-order. It's coming out next week, Doc. Uh, you okay. can pre-order on Amazon. And uh, so, thank you very much for that. Yeah, and what we'll do is we'll go ahead and tweet a link so people can remember the name as well. Will appreciate you joining us today. Thanks so much, and good luck with the book. Okay. Thank you for your time, sir. I really appreciate it. The book is Parent Alert, How to Keep Your Kids Safe Online. Hey, it's Doc Thompson, and you're listening to The Morning Blaze. And if you like what you're hearing on this show, then you probably will like Pat Gray Unleashed. Available now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag WhatILearnedToday. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.